Hi, Sammy. Hi, Oliver. How are you tonight? Uh, I'm doing good. I think... Yes, good. Um, I think I'm in a habit right now where when people ask me how I'm doing, I immediately go into this space of like... Oh, what's wrong? You know? <laughs> <laughs> what can I tell them? Because it's like nothing interesting is happening. Yeah. So all I'm left, like, I mean, and that's not to, not bad. It's not bad. Nothing is interesting is happening. It's just nothing interesting is happening. Like, there's nothing I can tell people about my life. And when I tell people, like, oh, you know, I'm just working. Like, it feels so sad that, like, the question, how are you doing, somehow ma- has, like, started to make me sad. Because it feels like, well, I have nothing to say. Mm. Even though, like... Nothing to say is pretty good in comparison to previous happenings in my life. Yeah. Fair. How are you doing? I feel weirdly melancholy at this exact moment. Mm-hmm. I... I don't know. There's like... I feel unmotivated to do my work, but if I don't do my work, then we don't get money. And then we can't do things. And then then we can't do things. And then the sadness cycle continues. Juniper, would you like to join the conversation? She's sitting at one of the other chairs now. At at our dinner table. That we are sitting at. No. (laughs) I'm depressed too. <laughs> Juniper went to the vet today. Ugh. And we were very upset about the treatment that she received from the vet who saw her. And I'm still a little bitter about it, but I'm it also kind of feels like it wasn't today. God, that feels like a long time ago. Huh? It was at 10 a.m. and it's like 8 now. Especially given Is the it? fact that we, it's nine. we wake up so late these days. Yeah. Because we're depressed. Depressed. <laughs> um, no, you were talking about how you're melancholy. I feel that. I get that. want to like the things that I need to work on, but I'm not entering the kind of flow state that I want to go into. Mm. And I know that I can't do that with every project I work on and I'm not going to be 100% happy with every single project I work on but I would sure like it if I felt better about more of them yeah like I can do production design things in a pretty good way that I feel fulfilled with because I don't have to think too much about it and I it's like the pieces are basically already given to me and I can put them together pretty well but when it comes to the creative things I get to this place really easily where I'm cycling through my own imposter syndrome Mm. and I have a hard time convincing myself that I can make these things and that I'll be able to make these things that I have to make. So 
or that they'll turn out good mm. when I make them. Mm-hmm. So it takes me a long time to actually make them and get done with them. And then I don't want to also because it's not something I'm excited about making. And it's hard to even think that there is anything that I'm excited to make when there are so many things that I have to make that I'm not excited to make. But I have to, which mm-hmm. is... A problem with being a creative. <laughs> a pizza problem. A pizza problem. We were, uh, for the viewers listening at home. The viewers. <laughs> we were putting our hands up like, uh... Like Italian chefs. Yeah. Like the, the meme. Like the meme. Somebody ate a spaghetti. <laughs> um... Yeah, imposter syndrome is a bitch. Um, huge bitch. Huge bitch. The worst bitch. It's like... Especially, like, because you're extremely talented and your work is really good and people like it. It's just so hard to even recognize that or, like, let myself think I'm deserving of making anything or... Um, of being able to put myself out there when I have made something. Yeah. And, like, it has to meet up, go to a certain standard. And we kind of had a conversation about this recently, but, like, I remember being younger and being a teenager on the internet and uh, just being really excited about making stuff all the time and just yeah. making stuff and staying just up churning and churning it out yeah yeah and like would get really excited about everything that other people were doing and like see them as people that like I could be like and tried to be like and wanted to join them in making things and so yeah. I made things and I was excited about it and like wasn't ashamed to be making the things that I was making and showing them to people and like I remember even before that when I was super young and I was on Neobets I wanted to like there was this thing with like you'd have your pet sites you know Mm -hmm. when you had a Neopet like their own little page that told whoever about your stupid Neopets yeah and there's always the pre-generated one perfect Neopets they were beautiful (laughs) I had a Kachik the best I had so many d- different ones. I can't even begin. And like a loony? Or did oh, I just name it? Was it a it? bird? Yeah, it was a bird. I think it's a lemmy. I think I named it loony. Maybe. Because it was a loony With bird. The, um... the plot. <laughs> yeah, I think it's a lemmy. Mm. I uh, that and a kajik. But I remember those pet pages and there were a bunch of people who, this was like my first interest in web design and graphic design, Mm -hmm. was those pages and people would have like adoptables where you could copy and paste the little code that looks (laughs) like your pet Mm -hmm. and put it on your page. And I was like, how do they do that? Mm. How do I do that with my things that I make? Mm -hmm. And so I was like really fascinated and like that first part of things and I really wanted to make adoptable things that people could have so I like went through the effort of like making some when I was like 10 (laughs) and 
they were bad, probably, but like I would do that and I would try to make those kind of things and try to figure out how file uploads work because I wanted to share my yeah. stuff and I had such a drive to do that that yeah. I like put forth that effort and then like yeah, I wanted to like do animation stuff so I did and I made like little animations with stick figures when I was really young in like paint shop pro <laughs> and this is the thing my mom still talks about like it thinks that I want to be an animation because I did this when I was like 10 yeah but I had like a bunch of little animations of like dancing stick figures <laughs> that I liked to make and was like really excited about making yeah and like I did that a lot and I remember being really excited about it and I don't miss childhood a lot, but when I do, it's, like, it's stuff doing like that. that. Yeah. I've recently, I never missed, I've never really missed my childhood, but I, I've recently started to miss a lot of things about it, and it's stuff like that, like, the sort of, like, deviant art era. Yes. Um, I don't necessarily miss deviant art, but I do miss the uh community that it gave and like sort of like a a resource to just put down art and not really not really care if it's good or bad just like posting it and 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 seeing yourself improve and being surrounded by other artists who are happy to see you improve and and are commenting on it to tell you what things they like about it yeah i miss going on deviantart and just like I used I used to um, do that thing where you clicked on a random piece of artwork. Like, mm. you just said, show me a random thing. Yeah. And I'd go there, and I would always comment on it. Aww. Like, um, where I'd look at, like, most recently upload things, and I'd, like, find something that I liked from that, and I would comment on it and say, oh, I really like this. I like that you did this thing. That's I, a really impressive amount of confidence. I don't even think I had that kind of confidence when I was that young, and I was confident. <laughs> I think that's actually how I found Jenna. Oh, really? Yeah. That's so beautiful. Like, I think that I commented on something that she liked, that she posted, and I was like, wow, I really like this thing that you did, and I left, like, a constructive criticism combat, (laughs) comment. Combat. Combat! And I fought Jenna. Constructive combat. But I did that kind of thing, and I, like, uh, she's like, oh, wow, thanks, and I, like, followed her, and I kept doing things like that, and we eventually became friends through that but it was a thing that I liked to do a lot and I miss feeling like I could do that yeah I don't feel like I can do that with Instagram yeah or or like Twitter or I feel better about doing that with Twitter and I've been trying to like allow myself to reply to things on Twitter Mm -hmm. but I also feel like Twitter's the wrong space for trying to do that yeah and I also don't like Instagram for it because Instagram feels fake and Instagram feels more fake than Twitter to me. (laughs) Yeah, I think people bash on Twitter more than they do Instagram and I actually have a much easier time cycling through Twitter than I do Instagram. Instagram makes me feel severely uncomfortable. Even my Finsta, like I still, my Finsta, it's more like a personal thing now, but like that personal Twitter that, or that personal Instagram that um, only a few people see it's like I feel such a loneliness there and like when I was in high school I felt like social media kind of gave me a place to be to feel seen and feel heard and loved and um, I feel like suddenly social media for me at least has become um, cold 
it's like loving and open and you can find a lot of loving and open in there, but you, there's such a volume of people that are using social media now that it's, it's impossible to talk to everyone. And, and I don't know. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like I just feel lonelier on social media than I ever have. Yeah. I feel like I made so many friends when I was younger online and now I'm like, I'm either more scared to do that or, or it's not available. It might be that it's, that I'm just scared to do that because like I follow a lot of people in like the banana fish community, um, but Mm -hmm. I've never talked to any of them and I probably could. I think it's that I'm, I've convinced myself well, I don't like banana fish enough or I, I, I don't want to talk to these people or they don't want to talk to me. They, they already have their group. You know, it's like suddenly I feel like I'm an outcast in a huge world of clicks. That makes sense. I can relate to that. As you were talking, I was trying to think of like why a little bit of why that is and like how... I've coped with that also. I know I just kind of talked about how I'm coping with it, but, like, um, I think I was trying to do when I was using Instagram a little bit more regularly. I haven't been using it as regularly right now. (laughs) Like, I posted something about rebranding myself, and then I dropped my public Instagram almost completely. <laughs> I'm rebranding myself. I'm dying. I'm dead. <laughs> I am dead now. Um, and I don't. I'm not using my my own private Twitter, which is similar to yours, right now either, because it that small curated group of people. I. I I feel like now it's for them. And I never wanted it to feel like it was for anyone but me. Yeah. And I think that's why I'm struggling to do anything with that. Because anytime anyone likes a post on it, it makes me feel like I'm trying to get validation from doing that. Yeah. Or I'm looking for something that I'm not. And so it kind of made me feel like maybe this is the wrong place for me to do this thing that I'm trying to do for myself yeah and it's giving me a chore instead of something that betters me um something that I was doing though when I was more on my public twitter which is where this thought thread came from um is that when I would get new followers I would always look at their page Mm -hmm. and um try to follow them back yeah. if they were someone that I was interested in or if they were another designer or someone that was like a, that I could tell was a real person mm-hmm. and what I found through that was like a few people that were like younger artists mm-hmm. and that's a group of people that I'm really interested in yeah and I think I've talked to you about this a little bit before where like I like finding those artists and like commenting on a lot of their stuff or like people who are trying to get better at things this is why I want to be a design teacher really is because those are the kind of people I want to encourage and I want to be around and like see grow and I just want to help people that are in developmental stages of their lives learn that they deserve to yeah get support because that was such a crucial point in time for me I guess totally and like 
helped me, even yeah. though I'm not the most confident person still. I just want to help people who are really talented know that they're talented. No, but I think that's a really attractive quality in you. And uh, I think um, you're very good at talking to younger people and you do exude a sort of like, you know, like when you when you're when you're mentally ill and like people are like your friends are mentally ill and you're they're like I'm nervous and suddenly you're like I'm better you know you're like suddenly I'm fine neurotypical me I will handle the situation <laughs> I have become neurotypical in this moment yeah um, I feel like when you when you're talking to younger people um, younger artists and you're wanting to support them and be there for them you you um you have this persona that's very real and very you in it, but like, it's like every confident bone in your body comes out and you really shine and you really become this person that's like, um, really valuable to younger people. And I think that's awesome. And it's certainly an aspect of me that I, or an aspect of you that I am attracted to (laughs) because, um, I'm a person who really craves like a mentor, not that you're my mentor or anything, but like I'm attracted to that side of you that is like a very good teacher and wants to be a good teacher because I've had so few good teachers to the point that whenever I do get a good teacher, I'm obsessed with them (laughs) and and they don't like it. (laughs) God. Yeah. Like, I get really nervous around them because I'm like, please like me. Oh, my God. I'm so fucking hungry for validation from a teacher. And then what about, Do you like this? Yeah. And then they're <laughs> like, like this thing I did? chill out. You're so clingy. And I'm like, I just... <laughs> That's the relationship energy that you're missing out on giving in this relationship. Like, that, that's what could be if you were dating around, is you'd have bad relationships. And be seeking validation. Yeah. That seems so like a mean thing, thing to you. say now that I, I'm done saying <laughs> so that. So good I'm thing sorry. I'm with you, huh? <laughs> yeah. That's why we're getting married. It was a very, um... It was a weird Very thing Joe to say. thing to say. We're watching you. On Netflix. It was a very... Well, you need me. Because <laughs> otherwise, you'd be seeking validation from other no! people. <laughs> No, but I know you're not. I know you didn't mean it that way. I know how you meant it. <laughs> Bad take. No, it's cute. Um, we all have our own flaws. We all have our own thing. Oh, yeah. Anyway, that's that's um, the big thing that's making me melancholy right now is that feeling, that desire to um, be excited about what I am creating and being like that weird disconnect. Cause there's like three things I need to make right now. And mm. I'm like, I keep pausing. Cause I'm like, I really just don't want to do this right now. Mm. Have you ever tried, um, like, so you want to do, you want to work with like younger people and people that are students and like struggling artists as well. Um, like, have you ever tried thinking about, if you were like just like if you did like a role play with yourself <laughs> and you were imagining in your mind's eye that you were this beautiful gorgeous teacher you're this just amazing professor and you had a student who was like i'm really struggling with this and like what kind of advice would you give them or what kind of things would you say to them to help lift them up and make them feel like 
it's okay to feel this way or it's okay to go through this or um, like what the, what kind of things they should do to help themselves out. Like maybe that would help you at least even if you don't have answers, like help to soften the blow of it and not make you feel like you're punishing yourself for it, but instead you're um, thinking of ways to lift yourself out of it. That's just a thought that occurred to my mind. Yeah, that could help. But, like, sometimes role plays with yourself don't super work. Because <laughs> I try to do, like, a whole, like, you're cute at self, and that sometimes doesn't work either. But it's yeah. a thing to try. It's, sometimes that's the thing that I do when I write down things for myself. Like, mm. that's the function that the writing part of journaling does for me is I tell myself the things that I need to say to myself. Or yeah. I get, like... Like, I'll get the bad thoughts out of my head that I need to just, like, get out. Yeah. Like, just open open up the hinge, <laughs> take them out, and then I, like, sort through them by yeah. writing things down. And then I'm like, no, 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 no. The, this is what I need to be telling myself. And I think that, like, this recent thing I wrote for myself where I was like, hey... I know you're depressed, but please put more effort into doing things. Yeah. Was something that I, that was overdue for myself. Yeah. And I wish I had, there are a lot of conversations I have with myself on paper that I feel like I should have had sooner. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm apparently getting very nostalgic in, the, in this today's episode. This episode will be titled Nostalgia. <laughs> Uh, brownies. These I brownies can, smell so They good. smell really good. I'm making brownies, and as soon as this is over, I'm going to take them out. Okay. I don't like these getting over 25 minutes. That's perfect, because that's when the brownies are supposed to be done. Oh, my God. Oh okay, my so I'm going to make this quick. Um, when I was... When I was just going into high school I really wanted to get into the school of the arts in Tacoma and it was like a really big deal and it was something that I had wanted to do since I was really young like since I was in elementary school I really wanted to go to school of the arts and I tested and I didn't get in I got waitlisted and I took that as a failure because they were like sorry we accepted too many people from out of the district so you aren't allowed into this so you have to go to public high school (laughs) and I was just a wreck over it it was my first huge rejection in my life I was like this means I don't get to be an artist this means that I don't get to do the thing that I've like wanted to do and now now I have no direction and I'm old I'm like 13, oh 14, <laughs> and I don't know what to do, and I thought I knew what I wanted to do, and spoilers to my younger self, I didn't know what I wanted to do, first of all, <laughs> yet. Like, I knew pretty early that I wanted to do graphic design, um, and then that I wanted, yeah, but like, didn't know what I wanted to do, and then I watched the Pixar story, mm. which now is problematic and I'm very upset about, but I acknowledge because it's about John Lasseter. Um, but I watched the Pixar story and then I took out this piece of paper and because my life had been changed because mm-hmm. I saw that people could have things like this and I wanted that and I was like, it's okay that I didn't. I was like, hey self, it's okay that you didn't get into art high school. You'll get into art 
college. <laughs> the next step. And I got really psyched about that. And so I was like, I'm going to go to art school. Yeah. Next. And that's what I'm going to do. And I'm fine. And everything's going to be okay. And I know that things are going to be okay because I'm going to make them okay. Yeah. And... I don't know. That's the kind of energy of my younger self that I miss. And then, like, I guess I found out I'm depressed mm-hmm. and that I've been depressed. And I've just, and I was just told for a long time that I wasn't you depressed. Be. <laughs> that I just decided that I was going to embrace that part of myself. Yeah, there's a certain sort of because you and I both have a similar depression story where we denied it or were told to deny it um Mm -hmm. for such a long time and then once it finally came to a head and it was like no this is a thing and I I can't reject it anymore because it's real and like there's a certain sort of like there's a healing that comes from it but that healing comes with a lot of hurt yeah because because the denial was like a nice ignorance and a nice like Uh, At least I'm not like these other people. Yeah. Wow, I have so much love and I'm so lucky that I don't have this thing. Yeah. And like, I can help those people. And then you realize you're one of those people. And for some reason, like that part of you that was so selflessly like... Yeah, there for others kind of dies a little. It's like, oh, that's not you. You... Like, you are... You are fake, and now time to meet the new sad version of you. Yeah. Kind of. It feels like that. And I don't know. I don't. I don't want. I don't want them. <laughs> I want. I want those two things to meet. Yeah. And I think I want. I think in twenty nineteen, they should meet. I agree. Let's find out ways to make them meet next time on whatever this is. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, that's going to be it. And this is went on a little bit longer than I wanted it to. But, like, we're going to probably just talk about this and not record it. Oh, but yeah, definitely. Whatever. So, bye, Sammy. I love you. Bye, Oliver. I love you, too.